Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning. But before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we just enjoy you so much, Lord, and your sense of humor, God. We thank you that you have placed your glory in the earth, Lord, and that it permeates it, Lord, that we get to dwell in it, Lord, that we get to bask in it, Lord. And we just thank you for your holiness and your goodness, Lord. We thank you that you see all, you know all, Lord, and that you're everywhere at all times, God, that you never leave us and you never forsake us, Lord. And we just thank you for who you are and what you've done. We thank you for our increasing partners and listeners, Lord, that you're reaching them, that you're changing their lives, God, that you are bringing them closer to yourself, Lord. And we just thank you for your magnificence. And we thank you for this devotional that we're about to enjoy. Really enjoy, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Good. I'm glad you're going to enjoy it, as we all are. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the word. We should all be enjoying this together. Amen. So, um, which also is an, an invitation for anyone that wants to join us, not just on the podcast, but I mean in person. You you have the opportunity. Just reach out. Let us know. You can either do that through our website adayofprayer.org or through our email ministry at adayofprayer.org so we'd love mm-hmm. to connect with you love to to get to know you and study the word together mm-hmm. amen so and if you're in the hampton rose area for any reason at any time even if you can't join us here maybe we could fellowship with you while you're in town please absolutely. reach out to us absolutely yeah. thank you brother so that being said we're going to continue in the scripture we're still in acts 2 Still discussing, uh, I'll say, the transition from, or we're talking about building the Lord's house, if you will. There's a transition from the physical building to what it looks like as the Lord dwells in and through us and building his house the way he had planned it from the beginning. That is moving and operating and establishing his kingdom here on earth. Okay? Okay. So our role in this. Um, and in that, we just ask that if you are, if you like the episode, that you would, well, if you are blessed by the episode, that you would like it, mm-hmm. that you would subscribe on this and any number of the platforms you can find uh, a day of prayer on, and that you'd share it with someone else so they too can be blessed, and most importantly, learn and grow in relationship with our Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, as I was saying, this morning we're moving forward. And we are still in Acts 2, but we are going to, if I could get a volunteer, read verses 40 through 47, please. I will. All right, LaCharles. So with many other words, he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. Mm. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. 
Now all who believed were together and had all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods, and divided them among all as anyone had need. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Mm. Amen. Amen. So there's a lot in there, but before we open up the floor, I want to um, comment on one thing, actually, honey, that you had brought up yesterday. <clears throat> Or in the previous episode, and that is about faith, right? Mm -hmm. We see in this section of scripture that we just read, all these amazing things happen, right? And in that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them, to the disciples, now apostles, mm -hmm. right? Well, when did this happen? And if we really look, we have to go back a little bit, right, to verse 32, Peter is, I'll say, of course, being led by the Spirit, and he's sharing with the people what the Lord did, right? And explaining who Christ is to them. And in verse 32, he says, This Jesus God has raised up, of which we are all witnesses. And you can look at that verse and say, oh, well, that's, that's fairly minor, right? But um, if we go back a second to Luke 24, Jesus, starting in verse 44, he talks about how he opened up the scriptures to them, right? Mm -hmm. And explained himself, right? Starting with the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning him, right? Mm -hmm. other, ver other, yes. other versions and other places would say, and he opened up all the scriptures and explained himself in all the scriptures, right? So, but he says something in verse, well, I'll start in verse 46. Verse 48 is the real key, but um, it's, then he, Jesus, said to them, thus it is written, and thus was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And here's mm -hmm. the key. And you are witnesses of these things. And then he instructs them in verse 49 to go to Jerusalem and wait till they had received power from on high, right? In other words, yes. the Holy Spirit. So we talk about, you know, or as we look at this section of scripture, there's all this growth, there's all this am amazing thing happening, moves of the Holy Spirit, right? All of that's happening. And the question is, when did it happen? Are you ready? Mm -hmm. The short answer is, when they took their place in faith, took their place and began fulfilling their role as being led by the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, you are this, you are witnesses of these things. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Then he, Peter, confirms, acknowledges, we are witnesses of these things. This is what the Lord said. He came into alignment and agreement with it, right? And was preaching exactly what the Lord had showed him, right? Mm -hmm. yes. Had revealed yes. to him. 
which the Holy Spirit had clearly reminded him of, right? And then, because he stepped out in faith and was operating as led by the Holy Spirit, we see the fruit, the results, the outcome, as that was entrusted to the Lord. So, I want to I bring that up to encourage those in the church and those that are coming into ministry and beginning their relationship with the Lord, right? You're not required to have all the answers, but we know the one who does. What we are required to do is, in faith, do what the Lord has asked or commanded us to do, what he is leading and prompting us to do through his Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That is what makes all the difference. We cannot operate of our own power mm-hmm. and our own planning. Right? Scripture even tells us, bring your plans before the Lord. What is that? That's letting him have say. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 But when we do things in faith, right? And the prayer offered in faith, which is saying what the Holy Spirit says to say and doing what the Holy Spirit is saying to do mm-hmm. because he's receiving from the Father and disclosing it to us, that's faith. That comes in being in the right place, the place of the Lord's choosing right? Yes. At the appropriate time, because then the Lord's perfect will is his perfect timing. And then of course, doing and or saying what he says to do when he says to do it and how he says to do it, which goes to exactly what you were saying in the previous episode. honey. So I just want to point that out as we continue to discuss this. So John, it's interesting. As you were opening, you made reference to remind the listeners that we had just um, spent the last several months talking about the temple. Yes. The articles of the temple and all that they were, or the tent. Mm-hmm. Um, but they relate to the temple. Um, and I was thinking as you were saying that, the, the contrast that may get missed. So um, when the tabernacle that was being built, mm-hmm. um, it was about a year, right? Is that about, about right? I'm I'm not sure the exact time. I'll have to re-get into that. It was given over the 40-day period. You mean like the process of completing the construction? I believe it might have been about a year. It was right about a year, I think. Charles, you said you thought it was two years? Yes, because in the beginning of the second year. uh, I'll I'll just go there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, while, while you're doing that, somebody else would look up how long it actually took to build the temple when Solomon built the temple. The actual time for that. Because that's really more important where I was going. But please. I'm there. Okay. <clears throat> Verse, um, Exodus 40, verse 17. And it came to pass in the, final, in the first month of the second year, on the first day of the month, the tabernacle was raised up. So the first month of the second year. So 13 yes. months, maybe. It's kind mm-hmm. of what they're saying, right? Mm-hmm. So about a year, yes. yeah. But... um. But it took time. It took a lot of people to bring that to bear. So did anybody find out how long it took Solomon to build? Because he built his house in there as well, too. So it's, uh, right, I think that was, it was either seven or 13 years. I'm, I'm yeah, trying to find exact, I think it's the exact same thing. I think it was actually seven for the temple. But that's not, it's not really relevant to the contrast either. Okay. Um, you know, uh, a year or so ago, John, you and I were talking, and we got to talking about Paul and his transformation. Mm-hmm. It's so easy especially if you're the only Bible you've been taught is from the pulpit to miss 
the time frame of Paul's transformation. So mm-hmm. there was an immediate transformation mm-hmm. when he encountered Christ on the road to Damascus. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. swift and immediate, and but the preparation for that was, was how long, as we've talked about? So he preached the word for, this is in Galatians, he preached the word for three years, and then the, the Holy Spirit brought him out to a, a wilderness period, as it were, for 14 years and taught him the scriptures. Right. So 17 years total, but that, that 14 year wilderness period, you know, we have to look at that. Paul was already educated in the scriptures. But as you like to point out, Dean, I love this. That's probably where you're going with it. So forgive me for stealing your thunder if it is. Sometimes we've learned some incorrect things about the word, we've misunderstood, and we have to unlearn those things so and allow the the lord the holy spirit to give us the truth and let that his truth get in to our spirit and yes. and grasp that that, that wasn't where i was going but that's fine okay so only that um just give yourself grace and permission for it to take the time it takes absolutely right it's a glorious temple that he's building and the contrast would be that you know we just spent a couple of months looking at all these things in the in the the tent and uh, how well they were constructed and how va- the valuable uh, the value of the materials that were used and the recognition of of gold and of bronze and of silver and of the numbers and mm-hmm. you know the, all those things you know and the symbolism and all that that was there and just so much to it the contrast being when we're building a structure when we're building a temple when we're building a church all the growth and development is visible as the Holy Spirit is conforming you into the temple, the dwelling place, which it has already happened. Mm-hmm. But in the fullness of that, as a, that transformation is being taken place, you look in the mirror every day, you won't see anything different. It's not what you look like, it's what you become. That's mm. so important. Amen. And so that's such a contrast. Um, I love how you, you and Kamisha have been leading us all in this. Have we taken the, the temple and now we're recognizing now that we are the temple. But it just really struck me that there's a really hard contrast there. And, and of course, there's, there's a dynamic change now because the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. is now indwelling in us. And God doesn't reside in a place that we have to go to. He resides in us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That transformation takes a long time. It took a long time for Paul to come into the fullness of it. Probably one of the most educated of the uh, religious elite there ever was. Pharisee of the Pharisees. Ab- right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. His lineage was accurate. Everything was like spot on and still needed all this time. Allow the Holy Spirit to do the work in you. And don't exactly. judge by yeah. what you see. Judge by what he's doing in you. Amen. Amen. I think that was a, a lovely comparison Amen. to a building. You know, when you see a, a structure going up, it's a field at first and you're like, well, it's ever going to be in that field. You know, like it doesn't look big enough. It doesn't look like, you know, you, you see all these things that are wrong with you it. Just heard, Somebody bought that crappy piece of land. <laughs> right. What do we do with that? <laughs> we going to do with that over and there. And then exactly. tore it up. <laughs> I don't see how that's ever going to work. Right. And then you see them start to come in, they lay down the pad of gravel and they start moving their, their trucks or whatever they're doing. It doesn't look like anything closely related to what it's going to be in the end. And then all the process, you can see it, but Often when you, like what you said, Dean, when you look at it every day, it's hard to see the progress. But when you go away for some time and then you come back and you look, wow, that whole building's up already. Well, yeah, it took labor throughout all this time. You've just been occupied. So, you know, keeping our, our focus on, 
on the Lord as he does his work and making sure that we continue just to walk with him. Take it day by day with him. Don't resist, but just walk and enjoy the journey. Don't rush out of it, which is also one of the, the reasons that I, I brought up the, the, the points that God has predestined uh, at the, when the day was fully come at the appointed time, you know, which is what God said to Sarah when he came to tell her about um, Isaac, at the, according to the time of life, there is a, a time that goes along with that. Don't rush it. You don't want a, a, the baby to be born prematurely. You want the baby to be born in the fullness of the time of life. And when it's full term, you want it to be born. And then you want it to be born under good, the good circumstances, you know, and continue. But uh, when the Lord calls us to walk, to come apart with him like he did with Paul, that is a time that we should cherish. We should appreciate. We should understand that it's for the developing and the maturation of us so we can become what God wants us to be. And it's the purification, maturation, all of the things, revelation. You can think of and name all the things that God wants to do in that time. And it's so precious to him. It's so special and valuable. And he highly prizes it that time alone with you. Um, but sometimes, especially as believers, we, and I'll say American believers, Kamisha style of believers. We want it to go pop, 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 pop. Um, <laughs> let's go. Let's do it. God, you know, rub those engines. Now it's well, finished. So let's look at the why, right? right? We, we grow, we are living in a society where many things are, uh, I'll say instamatic, right? We expect our way right away, right now. And, um, right. It's in so many aspects of our culture and, well, if that's what we're going by, if we're observing that and we're allowing that to, well, I'll say it in this way, not guarding our gates and allowing that to enter into mm-hmm. our spirit, then, yeah, there's going to be some disappointment. But when we just allow God to have his perfect way in mm-hmm. us, then we should be okay with the process. And we should also be able, because we love the Father and we love our neighbor as ourselves, we're able to show and demonstrate his love, giving grace to those that are going through the process being built up. Mm-hmm. So they got saved when the Lord breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. They, they still mm-hmm. had to believe the same, very same things that we did, even though they saw him with their natural eyes. Mary had to come through salvation just like we do, even though she gave birth to the Lord <laughs> physically, right? She still had to come by the door because the door is one and it is what it is. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. It is who it is. And, but after that, they didn't instantly go off and they start preaching and, you know, all the things that we think of and right. They, they still had to wait to the appointed time. They still had to come to the fullness of time that God had set for them. And while they were doing that, we see in chapter one, that they were in one accord and agreement. They had gotten over their fighting. They had gotten over their fear and their doubting and all of that. And they entered into that trust, that full trust and rest with the Lord. And they were doing that together until the day that the Holy spirit was actually poured out on them and they experienced that, um, what the Lord had promised, but they could have grown bitter in those days. They could have chosen to become bitter. I talk, got my little hand raised cause I can talk to myself. And when things seem like it takes too long, does the attitude turn negative? Mine has in, in time. I can, I can honestly say that. And I forgot what the Lord was doing. And then he had to get my attention and bring me back to remembering that his timing is perfect. That is a part of the, the blessing of the Lord because he's working all things together 
according to his purpose and his plan. And it'll be good for me when I walk with him in it instead of trying to rush him. And then the other side is don't, don't delay what the Lord has. As you know, kids, you've heard me talk about that destiny track. The train is going to arrive when it's going to arrive. The day of Pentecost is going to fully come the day that it is. And unfortunately, Mr. Um, Judas Iscariot permanently derailed himself when he didn't eternally have to. derailed himself but the day was appointed right Dean, why you that look on your face it's just funny um you know um before we started doing the 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 podcast i think we before you all started doing it with the kids um we were having a conversation one saturday and you were talking about some things that you had been seeing some vision that you had been given and talking about the things that god was removing Mm-hmm. And the analogy of the swamp mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and almost like gigging with a spear, removing the things, things that were hidden. And, um, you know, we're talking about the undoing and mm-hmm. you're talking about going through the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a saying that's, um, it's when you're up to your butt and alligators, it's hard to remember that your main objective was to drain the swamp. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking about that and contemplating what you said. You know, it's interesting that if, in fact, using that analogy, you're draining the swamp and you've reached down, you pulled the stopper out, as the water level decreases, the alligators become more prevalent. They're, they're easier to see and there's less space for them to be in, so they become more concentrated. Mm-hmm. So we start seeing those things. But God is undoing things in our life, and he's mm. removing those ugly things that were hidden underneath the murky water and undoing them. And we have mm-hmm. to remain thankful mm-hmm. in that time as well, too, as he transforms us. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Back to the Romans 1 that we were talking about um, a few podcasts ago, you know, being, recognizing God as God and being thankful to him. He's a good God. So that's all I wanted to say about that. Amen. Well, I know we're, oh, there's one other thing I, w- I wanted to, to say. It goes back to, to something I was discussing earlier. I was encouraging people that are in ministry and those that are coming into ministry. I just want to expound on that slightly. Okay. Because I'm not just talking about, when I say that, I'm not just referring to people in the church. I am referring to those that, whether it's right now in this moment, you're receiving the Lord as Lord and Savior of your life. You have a ministry. You have a calling, a destiny, a plan, Mm -hmm. a purpose uh, in the will of the Lord for your Mm -hmm. life. You too are in ministry. It may not look the same as as mine or or Dean's or our children or or anyone else for that matter. It is unique to you. There may, there will probably most definitely be some, some things that are common, that are similar, right? But it may not look the same. It doesn't take away from the fact that you have a ministry in the Lord. There's a plan and a purpose and a destiny, a calling for your life. I would just encourage you to enter into it fully, being led by the Lord and led and empowered by His Holy Spirit. Okay? Yes. Yes, So So I would just say that take your natural eyes off of it. Amen. Use your spiritual eyes to see what it is. Don't let your natural eyes fool you as to trying to fit this into a mold 
of what God is calling you into a traditional role of a pastor or a worship leader or a youth director or whatever it may be that does not fit what God may be doing in your life. Exactly. And not that he can't or won't use you in that, right? But as you were saying, Dean, there's a process of going through, right? And allow the Lord to, to work that process out in you. And when he says you're ready, you're, you're qualified, you're whatever he says for you to begin that part of your ministry, then step into it fully. That's faith, right? Which is exactly how we start and what we've been discussing. Excuse me, this whole episode. It's about faith. It's about entering into, fully entering into the calling and the purpose and the destiny for your life. It matters. It absolutely matters to the Lord. And we will cover that, some of that, as we continue to go through Acts. How it wasn't just the apostles that conducted ministry. Yeah, it talks a lot about them and what they did and how even when they were beaten, you know, they, they rejoiced because they experienced the, the marks of the Lord, right? And the suffering they shared in the sufferings of the Lord. They, right? Yes. However, where was Stephen? He was just from amongst the people. But he adhered. He believed. He walked in faith to what the Lord was teaching him through the Holy Spirit, right? Yes, and, yes. and, of course, through the apostles' teachings. So, again, the Lord is no respecter of persons. He will use anyone that's willing. And again, there are many parts of the body. They're not all the same. They don't all have the same function. But I encourage you, regardless of if you're a seasoned, mature believer, or you're a brand new infant in Christ, right? Today is your, your first day believing on the Lord to fully step in to what he is doing in your life and what he has said. Amen. 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 So I know there's just a few minutes left. And um, so we're going to pause there for today. And we'll resume this and, and reread the same section of scripture tomorrow or on the next episode. All right. I don't want to rush anyone. Um, so we'll go from there. All right. Okay. With that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right. Promise. Lord, I just thank you for today, and I just thank you for showing us the things inside of our life that need to be shown, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for giving us the tools that we need so that we, so that we can drain the swamp. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Well, we love you. God bless you, and have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. 
We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.